0: My next guest is the host of the Minus 3 podcast on the Extra Points Podcast Network. I want to welcome back Mr. Dave Damacek. Dave, is everything going for you?
1: It's going well, even better now that I see you. Zach, we kibitzed, what, a year and a half or so ago when you were just getting going here? Yeah. I'm, I'm pleased to see that your guest list has, uh, has transcended Dumb Dave Damashek in the, you know, some higher level guests, but uh, always a pleasure to keep yeah. it once again. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Appreciate that. I just I think this is your third time on. and I'll last. Yeah, that's time. right.
1: But I, I, I'll i thank you to not say like, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. You're supposed to say like, no, Dave, you're still the gold standard. You're yeah. still as good as it gets. But no, you just accepted that. My, yeah. my, my self-deprecation, which was intended to set you up to say, boy, you know what, Dave, you really are still the number one. But no, yeah. you didn't do that. That was your choice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're
0: up to three. Sal's only at one, so you're you're in the leaderboard right now. Still okay. so, Yeah. So yeah. No. Yeah. So um, got uh, a bunch of COVID cases going around in the NFL right now. The Browns game does not look like it's happening. Um, uh, but around the division, your Steelers. I know we we're just talking about it.
1: They didn't win, but I was. Were you impressed? The what I'm impressed by or struck by, and you know, I'm, I'm getting into that stretch here now, the home stretch of Roethlisberger's career here. And as I keep saying to people, and maybe it's a little saccharine for some, but you know, almost half of my life as a as a football fan, this guy's been the quarterback of my favorite football team, and I'm struck by. The um, the prisoner of the moment kind of stuff about Chase Claypool shouldn't have gestured first down in the final 30 seconds of the game and the defense for the Steelers isn't good. And in the meantime, we're kind of burying the lead, which is Roethlisberger uh, not in the MVP conversation. No. He's, he's not uh, you know, he's not uh, scaring um aaron Rodgers or anything with this play but i think he's been very good and i think he's really you know uh uh, you know dare i say a a lion in winter rising up with an imperfect situation and doing his best at least he's just getting let down a little bit i feel by what was supposed to be the strength of the team which is the defense you know the the model i keep saying to people and, and i've said this for 10 months in fact or Even more than that, perhaps from the moment that the game ended in January in Heinz Field with uh, with Roethlisberger sitting on the bench with a tear, a a single tear going down his cheek. Um, You know, this season, as soon as he decided he was definitely coming back and he was going to play, the premise of this season was the 2015 Denver Broncos model get jazz, yes, get two or three plays from your future hall of famer at QB, but let the defense rule and, and win games for you. That just hasn't happened. Um, but in what is tracking to be a thoroughly mediocre division. And again, something else I, I, I kind of saw it coming down the pike here, at least where the Ravens are concerned. Um, they're, they're, they're They're a mess. I, you know, I, if you go through, in advance of week 15. And this is before the Browns, um, COVID stuff. And I, I, I don't know that the league can call the game off. I don't know what they're going to do, but I mean, you're in week 15 here, you know, like you, you can't, you can't kick them down the road at this. I don't think you can. What do I, what do I know? But I don't know, I don't what, know. what exactly the solve is if you're the league, but, um, but go through the schedules of, of each of the four teams and tell me how many games you see, that are going to be played outside the division by these four teams that you like the the chances The the, the Bengals are catching the Broncos who are, you know, an interesting team and a, in a rugged bunch. Yeah, the underdog. Um, I thought it was bizarre. Yeah. I, well, you know, it's funny. That was a tight line last week. It kicked off with a point on one side or the other against San Francisco, which surprised me as well. And I really did think, that the Bengals were gonna were gonna take care of business with the with the Niners down a couple of DBs there. I thought Burrow was gonna yeah. have a day, and I guess he did late. But anyway, you know the Raiders now on their way to Cleveland, but hard to assume victory when half the Browns are are, are down with the nineteen, and you know with or without Lamar Jackson. I, I just have not loved this Ravens team all through the offseason, all through this season. And I was looking sillier and sillier with each passing week saying, I'm telling you, this is not sustainable, what the Ravens are doing. And now we're here. So, I, I mean, you know, Pittsburgh specifically goes Tennessee at home now at Arrowhead, Cleveland at home, at Baltimore to wrap it up. So, if nothing else. They could win three or four. They could, but it's plausible that they could. But – if nothing else, a hundred the last hundred and twenty minutes of Roethlisberger's career goes Browns Ravens at, at at bare minimum. There's a chance to be super disruptive as he walks off uh, the pro football gridiron for the last time.
0: Do you actually think he's done?
1: Oh yeah, I think he's. I think oh really? He's, I think what do you he's, think he's, he's going to do post football? I've been
0: contemplating it over the past weeks because. I think he might be like, I could see him becoming like a school bus driver. I think I could, I could see Ben okay. doing that. That's fine. Yeah, Cause he's got, he's got, he's not, he doesn't need anything for money. So maybe just something for fun. We just have to talk to anybody to be a school bus driver. Um, I could see him maybe owning like a, like a car dealership, but okay. I don't, I don't, I, I don't see. Yeah. Big Ben see, Chevrolet.
1: Come on yeah. down. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah I like yeah. That. that. Cause could I don't, be fun.
0: I, cause I don't see him in the booth doing anything. And I don't, he's not really the, I don't think he's the most social guy. So I don't really see him coaching,
1: but. I, well, it, it is funny that you don't hear a lot of talk about him. Uh, you know, you heard that after the game on Thursday night last week that uh, what do you what do you do about Chase Claypool? Like, well, I'm, I'm not a coach. Didn't care. That's, Let's that's check that out. Didn't care. No, I, I, uh, I'm I an international spy. I don't know. Maybe you could host it like an HGTV show. Like, That'd you know, nice. like what will it take to get you into this? Hum- I don't know what he's you know, the, the yeah. world's his oyster. He's a wealthy fella, and he's not yet even 40 years of age.
0: Yeah. Do you think they'll go after Pickett in the draft?
1: I think if Kenny Pickett were there, it would be a a grand story. Um, But the way it's tracking, I, I, you know, the Steelers would have to come pretty close at six, six and one right now. They'd have to come pretty close to losing out to have a shot at him. I don't think Pickett projects to be where the Steelers are going to be drafting. So that would mean, leveraging some of their picks which I don't think they're inclined to do although yeah it's it's an interesting subject because Kevin Colbert has kind of you know has has indicated he's sticking around until they land the next quarterback the long-term quarterback and so maybe he's incented to try and you know deal some picks there to move up and and get picket or you know maybe multiple picks to try and get something, somebody like Russell Wilson or something like that. But no, I don't think, Ken, I, I, I think it would be if you remove yourself from the X's and O's and what does anybody ultimately know about what fit he would be there with what, who the offensive coordinator is and all that. I mean, just for a fun standpoint from a narrative standpoint, how, you know, when the, the kid, plays in the same stadium in college and then walks across the the hallway into the pro locker room and, uh, and puts on a black and gold Jersey fun. I hope that yeah.
0: happens. Don't even, he doesn't even need to call it u uh, haul U-Haul. Doesn't even need to stay where he is. Precisely. Um, yeah. And then
1: around the league, who's good. I don't, I can't tell anymore. I think that, I think the, the more interesting way, because this is, this is, I know uh, this is everybody's favorite conversation is who's actually good I think that I I think it imagine how embarrassing it would be to be one of the ones that's definitely bad. You know, that that's that's how I I see it. Glass half empty view maybe for me, but um I mean as as I said the other day, you know, there's embarrassing and then there's not even making the list of, or the, the graphic that they show on Sunday night football and otherwise of like still in the playoff hunt thing. If your name's not on that. Falcon's still in the hunt. Imagine this is a bad year to be the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, we saw this coming for the Texans and probably the Jaguars and a couple other teams, but I mean, the Seattle Seahawks are so bad that they don't even make the in the hunt oh, no. place. Ooh, man, no, no. things really, things really fallen for them. They had a big
0: win, big win against Houston, which is that's right. I don't, See, know. I don't, don't you glass yeah. half full. Yeah. yeah, no, but like with, with the Chiefs, obviously had their early season struggles. Bills lost to Jacksonville, who's that's a whole story in itself. Um, Rams were kind of struggling. We thought the Cardinals might be good. Cardinals couldn't even play last night. I, I thought they would come back towards the end. Thank God, Cliff Kingsbury kicked the field goal for the over that's all I really gave a shit about because, <laughs> and honestly, yeah. So, that, but that, but I don't, the Packers might be good. I'd, but I, but who, who really is good right now? I, I could not tell you Dallas lost to Denver. I have no idea. Yeah.
1: The, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. The Denver thing and losing on Thanksgiving to the Raiders was really, yeah. I mean, I don't know, is it anomalous? Well, in a month from now, will we look back and say, like, yeah, what was that about? This team's yeah. trucking good teams in January, the Cowboys. But, um, yeah, I think you kind of have to adjust your eye in, in this little mini era that we're in um, and recognize that there are – that every team, from the Cardinals, Buccaneers, Packers, you know – Patriots, Bills on down, Chiefs, whoever you cite as, as a as a legit contender at this point. Every single team in pro football this year has taken at least one whipping, one thorough whipping. And that's something you did six or eight years ago. Go through it. I, I mean, I really did because yeah. I'm no one. No one's
0: clinched yet. There's four weeks left. no one's clinched.
1: Yeah, but I mean, game to game. So yeah. you can point at, at, at individual games and say, I mean, if you only if you if if you only zeroed in on one result, you could you could divine that no team is good for real, yeah. because everybody, like I say, has taken one whip in this year and six or eight years ago, the best teams that just didn't happen to the very yeah. best teams in, in the NFL, not I don't mean 30 years ago. I mean, within the last yeah. decade, the very best teams, the real contenders, they would lose games. Obviously, nobody's gone undefeated in forever, but. Nobody. I mean, the very good teams would lose games here and there, maybe by like a touchdown, maybe by three here and there. You just didn't lose by three touchdowns no. if you were one of the the real contenders. That is, no one's immune to that this year. So you kind of have to look at it like golf handicaps. Like you have to throw out your best and worst score, and, and and maybe looking at it that way is how you figure out who the best teams are. But yeah, I mean, I think we know who they are, right? I mean, like the teams that. Is there, I think, uh, again, is there a team on championship Sunday that no one sees coming right now? I think like the Bengals, I could see that happening. I could see, Uh, I could, a team. Mike White
0: White broke the Bengals.
1: Mike White broke the Bengals. They've never been the same. That's the one. That's the one. Like you, you could, you could get cynical and be like, well, the Bengals are not legit because they lost to Mike White's jets. Um I think that they have a chance. I think they're best positioned, first of all, to win the AFC North. And I think that's – there's you know, that division only gets one team into the mix. In oh, you only, oh, you only think one? Is it- well, look at how it breaks. I I, I just don't see the Ravens um, getting to 10 here, even though they're at 8 right now. I don't see them getting to 10. If they do and things break just right, maybe you could – you know, we'll look back and, you know – obviously these head to head games it's and the schedule makers did a a splendid job this year because they backloaded all these divisional games. But I mean, even uh, a conference game that looms large, um, the next one we see is um, after we, after this uh, chiefs chargers war on Thursday night, the, the Saturday game, all the assumptions we've made about um, Belichick is stuck it to the NFL. And we were like, if Jonathan Taylor and company truck that team, I'm still
0: not sold on the new England. I'm still not sold.
1: That could happen. I mean, like if, if the Colts, if the Colts beat the uh, Patriots on Saturday, yeah. you know, everybody has settled into these things. This is why we can't have preseason polls in yeah. college football or otherwise no. is because people solidify what they in their brain. And then it's hard to shake them off of that. So now we've all decided, well, the Patriots are for real. Let's see what happens against the Colts. I, after that game, then I will be willing to – I mean, I did pick the Patriots to beat the Bills out in the AFC East this year, so I'm not uh, – so I don't want to sound too uh, schizophrenic. But, you know, I like that Colts team, and and if if things swing right, if they win on Saturday and the Titans lose on Sunday, that division's in play too.
0: Does Hard Knocks go on for as long as the Colts do? I've been curious about that. They're not going to keep it during playoffs, right? i got
1: to think they shut it down in the postseason i wish they keep it i feel like it'd be, it'd be even better but i feel like it'd be i mean it's not like you're giving anything away but. i agree i'm surprised they even were able to convince a pro football team to doing to, to doing a show like that when the games matter <laughs> i can't imagine as as uh you know as, as pentagonian as as these teams get i can't imagine they're going to allow camera crews knocking around there in the playoffs right yeah, no, it's
0: and then with the with the Chiefs Chargers, the Chargers like early on, I think they were the best team in the division. The Chiefs are obviously struggling. Raiders are obviously struggling. Broncos, I think Broncos were like four four now, which is feels like two years ago. Um, Chargers have been all over the place. Beat the Bengals, barely beat New York, struggled against Denver. But like, where where do you see them? It's
1: kind of the same old Chargers, just a younger quarterback. No, I, I listen. I've been saying since June. I, I have the Chargers going into the Super Bowl. I'm going to stand by that. Prove me wrong, Chargers, Chiefs, Patriots, Bills, Bengals. Like I say, who really is so mighty that that would seem ridiculous? We will see on Thursday night where these Chargers stand with the. I mean, again, matchups make the make the fight and. Um, the Raiders. So everybody has now decided the chiefs are back. That was a weird little mirage, a a ugly little mirage from them earlier in the season. And now they're rolling, but their defense dominant that no one could have seen that coming because it, because it doesn't make any sense that the chiefs are going to be led by the defense. That is not, I don't think sustainable for them against high end competition. And um, if again, the Raiders results, notwithstanding, and they count. The Raiders have been playing good here and there over the course of the season. But those the, those results against the Raiders have created a, a sense like, well, the Chiefs offense is back. It's unstopped. That's the only team they've destroyed. There's something yeah. about the matchup there that favors the Chiefs offense clearly because they hammered them twice. Outside of those Raiders games, though, go back over the last two months yeah. and tell me that, like, oh, yeah, clearly the Chiefs offense is yeah. humming. I don't know. Let's see it. This week, this Thursday night, I say the Chargers win in SoFi Stadium, and if and when they do that, then they pretty much clinch the division, and then that makes the Chiefs in the wild card territory. And you know, I don't. I, I so yeah. Bottom line is, I like the 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 Chargers a great deal here, assuming they get Keenan Allen back for the game. And uh, Austin Eckler apparently is going to be out there playing. He had the ankle injury on yeah. Sunday, but it looks like he's going to be playing. I, I think this is the juiciest matchup yet in the AFC.
0: And speaking of the Chargers, I know you're in LA. Is how many fans do they have? Like over or under 280?
1: I think they have. It's funny. I went to the game a month or so ago when uh, when Pittsburgh came to town. And um, of course it was, oh, that was a good one. That was a good game. That was the high scoring game. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it was, it was very similar. In fact, unfortunately, so for, for Steelers fans because um, that, you know, they were kind of mirror images, just shameful, like, like embarrassing almost as a fan, as much as a fan can get embarrassed. You're like, what the hell is going on? They can't, they're not anywhere close. They're not even put, putting a hand on the, on the ball carrier for a long swath of the game, but then furious rally that comes up just short. Um, I feel like they have a fan base, and and you know this is true if we can compare it to go cross sports comparisons. Um, you know what Gary Batman did with the NHL with putting a bunch of teams in the Sun Belt. You knew if it was going to work out, you don't just snap your fingers and suddenly magically have fans if you put teams in places like las vegas that are desperate and have enough population to support a team then it's an easier trick because they have never had a team so of course people are going to jump in on that and get excited about it but in uh, you know hockey in the Sun Belt in florida and nashville and places like that and carolina it's going to be a slow burn it, you don't just suddenly yeah. embrace that um but it took a decade, 15, 20 years. But if you watch those games, the, the Florida Panthers and Carolina Hurricanes and so on, those are legit rivalries now. I think that's what it takes in in, in L.A. L.A. is not Las Vegas. Not It's not, or Oklahoma City when the Thunder got there. They're not so desperate. Oh, we finally have sports to root for. People, when the Rams left, you know, from my assumption, I wasn't here when that happened. But, you know, people, first of all, gravitated elsewhere. A lot of Raiders fans still reside in Southern yeah. California, one. Two, um, as everybody knows, Los Angeles is a transient kind of town. A lot of people from elsewhere here. Yeah, um, And so people brought their natural uh, affiliations with them. And then, you know, the, the dyed-in-the-wool Angelinos. Over twenty something years, moved on. That, you know, if you if you were eight when the Rams left town, you naturally decided I like the Patriots because they're good, or I like uh, you know I like uh, the Cowboys because I like that star in the side of their hat, or otherwise. Um, so it's going to take a minute, but the step in the right direction is Justin Herbert. There's a vibe that you know the Rams are doing. If they win the Super Bowl, there people love winners, and so people yeah. will love the Rams. But Matt Stafford's not, you know, he's not going to be here for another ten years. But there obviously is a sense. Boy, this team's built for the long haul with the Chargers. I think they. I think in five years, it just doesn't. It takes a minute. It's just not going to be. It's just not going to magically like. Yes, I am done rooting for the Steelers or whoever I whoever I've rooted for for twenty years because the Chargers have moved to town and because they're closest in proximity. Now I have to. It's just not going to work that way. People have people moved on. But I think that they're doing it the right way because legitimately, Justin Herbert in a quarterback league, it looks like as good as it gets among the young guys. And so I think five years from now, you'll see a ton of powder blue. But as a matter of fact, in the meantime, I, I am actually starting to see more and more of it.
0: Interesting. Interesting. And then I want to ask you, before I let you go, but the situation in Jacksonville. What, what are your thoughts on everything that's transpired this year for, uh, for Urban Meyer and, and the crew?
1: Color me stunned. Color me stunned that this hasn't worked out for for Herb. Um, you know, it, it, it's uh, that sort of that sort of ego. It really, it really does lay bare. I, you know, I could get awfully cynical about it, but it, it really doesn't. It feel like these head coaches in college are borderline douchebaggy. Yeah. I mean, like, kind of like that. There's something about the ability to dominate 19 year olds who are beholden to you that that's part of the formula to success you know I I, the idea that you know Belichick I guess is a taskmaster in in the pro ranks and like do your job and, and and all of that and so maybe he doesn't if you're, if you're a talented, you know, world-class athlete and you want to do various things, you want to play like the Honey Badger plays in Kansas City, maybe you feel a little limited if you're on the Patriots roster, but it's overstated according to everybody who's ever played on the Patriots. like, all right, it's not fun because you're not allowed to talk to the media as loosely as you want to, and there's a lot of on game day, like, just do your job. Just do exactly what I tell you to do. Be one dimensional. Do only that. And that will lead to victories. Maybe that's a little unsatisfying. But anyway, my point is, for the most part, what you see, Andy Reid and and, you know, LaFleur and Kingsbury and McVeigh and Tomlin and, you know, Harbin, It. The NFL is populated. The the successful coaches are are predominantly players' coaches. Cool guys. Not not cool. Not cool like you want to hang out with them, but in football terms. You know, they seem like kind of nice guys. They seem like they'd be all right, human beings. The college coaches do not seem that way. Think about that. Nick Saban maybe has a wry sense of humor, but a lot of those guys do not seem like – like Dabo Sweeney, like does he seem like a cool guy? I mean, they just seem like it's all – Maybe Kiffin. Lane Kiffin seems cool. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Okay. And you know, then now Lincoln Riley and the younger guys at some point it has to turn over, but the guys who've dominated uh, um, college football, it, Urban Meyer being one of, it doesn't it feel like a little bit like, yeah, you're... Lou Holtz.
0: Lou Holtz is probably cool. Everybody hang out with Lou Holtz. Oh Hulse yeah, that's back a good day. That's
1: a touche. Yeah. Touche. You gave me something. No, but yeah, I feel like a lot of these guys, oh, Brian, uh, well, Brian Kelly's a great one. Is yeah. like they just And he's got a new accent. New accent. So. I heard about that. Yeah. I feel like They're a little bit. It it, it pivots on their ability to dominate guys. You you just can't do that to 27 year old multimillionaires and have them give a crap. They just don't care if you have no they have no reason to respect you at this level, then they don't respect you at this level. And 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 that's that. So I, I mean, I, I I can't imagine. Let's see what happens here. But I, I every, if you give anything a few days or a few weeks, it, the, the the energy does kind of die out, and maybe that's what uh, what the cons will do here. Maybe they'll just uh, maybe they'll just leave it alone, and people will move on and worry about other stuff once the jag season is over, and it won't feel as bad as it does. But right now, it seems like what the hell? You can't keep this guy. Nobody likes it. No. everybody on the team doesn't like him. Everybody, like the assistant coaches don't like him. The only guy who hasn't said boo is Trevor Lawrence yet. It'll be interesting if anybody can catch him and say, like, tell us the truth. Is he a jerk? Is he a jerk? Because yeah. that would be the final nail, you would think. Before
0: the draft, I kept thinking, why doesn't Trevor Lawrence pull an Eli or pull an Elway? Like, what what, what success are you going to have in Jacksonville? And then now, as he's doing the subway, something needs to cut the hair. I don't think you can play quarterback with that long hair, because if it's tickling the back of your neck, you're going to mess up on your throws. But it's, hmm. it's do you think he's regret not Like, he, he could
1: have said, I'm not going there. He could, he could have said that, and 10 different teams would probably would have traded for him. I think if you were 21 and him, and you think, like, I'm from that area, so this will be That's awesome, this will be great to to you know not have to uproot my life and l- learn some new subculture of, of football America. This is I understand this region of the country and all that kind of stuff, and I'll be supported and everything else. And then, you know, he's 21. He's coming off a of Dabo, so he's thinking, like, oh, Herb. Perfect. That's just, how, you know, this, will, this will be a, a nice transition for me. He's going to succeed at the NFL. Um, so, I mean, I, 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 I don't beat him up too much. I guess I feel a little bit bad for him, but um, man, Oh man, one way or the other, this is, it is. The one thing that in fact that you can say about, maybe they're too tightly um, tied together to separate the two. That it's like herbs. Failure has caused Trevor Lawrence's failure, but one way or the other, Trevor Lawrence has completely escaped any sort of criticism. Oh yeah, as a result of this, he he's had a bum rookie year. He horrible. was a, He was supposed to remember. It's yeah. not like I I like it's. This is not, this is not Justin Fields the, or this is not even Baker Mayfield a couple years ago. Right? This was this was like oh generational talent, best since Andrew Luck, who was the best since John Elway. It was it was certain that he was going to dominate the NFL. And not to say he he may not next year, but they got to say in 2021, like by any by any measure, boy, not nearly what anybody expected.
0: No, because like when you have to stack up to the great David Garrard, it, it's hard to get rolling. So I, but even him, if you even compare his numbers, I think his first twelve starts to Minshew. Not even close. They got rid of. Minshew I, I did.
1: I, I did see some of that. Yeah, I did see some of those numbers. Even. Yeah, that's not great. Was,
0: that no, was incredible, but I do appreciate taking the time. You, you seeing a uh, Spider Man this weekend? I know, I know. Uh, you, you know, um, Jimmy Kimmel. I know he went to
1: the premiere. Did he bring you last night? No, he did not. But I am Ooh. going to attend the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl on Saturday. Oh, that's in cool. Stadium, yeah. The uh, the Utah State Oregon State matchup. Everybody's been been begging for for years, nay decades. Finally gets delivered, and I will be there to see it with these own two eyes. That's awesome.
0: No, because no, the bowls are probably what's starting up. Are they today or starting up later this weekend? What is it,
1: the 14th? Yeah, I guess it's bowl I'm losing, season. Now, I'm, losing right?
0: track. I'm on like, I'm kind of like on the NFL schedule. I'm just like week eight. The days don't really matter anymore. The thursday yeah is it sunday yeah we're good no but it, it, it's interesting no because like the, the, the mayo bowl i think it's disgusting and then they have all the different bowls but that's in the bahamas bowl i would i would go out and try to play college football just to be eligible to play in the bahamas bowl That'd that's what i say
1: i am with you 100 as far as that goes like wait this it's a reward to have yeah. to play in the cotton bowl yeah. What do i want to go to dallas for send us to the bahamas
0: yeah, you want you want to go to you want to go to uh, Provo, Utah, or you want to go to the Caribbean? Yeah, the Liberty like any... Bowl. I yeah. don't want to be in Memphis.
1: I want to be in the Bahamas for goodness' yeah. sake. Right? Yeah,
0: no, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. But do appreciate taking time. Um, how can people find you? You and uh, follow your podcast.
1: I uh, follow along at Damashek on uh, on Twitter, and yeah, minus three. Um, is one podcast and uh, the other one I do with, uh, with cousin Sal and uh, Marty Weiss also on the extra points network is called extra points, track them both down. Good times.
0: I saw you guys are on the FanDuel app with extra points. You guys do you have any input on the, who they take?
1: <laughs> i they, they they in uh in setting the line no they don't consult no. me on, oh, really? on what the number is going to be now i do yeah. bet right. the line but that that's about as involved as i get in that process do you
0: do, you, do you do the same game parlay i i hit for, for uh, week one and then then never since i uh, well it's well it's
1: hard to hit but yes it's that's that's good times that same game parlay yes i, I do like to encourage those all the time yeah good times yeah
0: no yeah on like the bad
1: games that's what makes the bad yeah. games fun it's the better same game parlay.
0: no yeah no I, I got screwed so many times i'm just going props strictly now that i'm losing on props and find something else to do the new one is uh the um no score first drive which is m- most teams don't score first drive so yeah but do, do appreciate you taking the time
1: sure thing man